going down with the world, what you saying? Season three in the game, we ain't playing. Legends in the making, representing for the culture. Speaking all facts to your sons and your daughters. You hear me? Give me some of that tea. I've been waiting all day. I've been wanting to say, we alive, PC, just keeping it deep. If you wanna join the show, just come and see. Your life with Kiss Calhoun and the drone in the mix. Can't forget sideburns, blazing up these hits. Too strong in the game, this never gonna change. We keep it straight, real, so you know what we're saying. Episode 73, you already know where I'm being joined by the legendary host, the one, the who, Mr. Dijon. What is up, my good people? Of course, it's your fave Dijon, and we are back, back, back for another episode of What's the Word? Let's get it. And of course, I never thought I would have to repeat myself twice in two episodes, (laughs) but I guess I will. So on today's episode, episode 73, home is definitely where the hatred is. And that has to do with the United States, the fucking wherever you stay at, uh, New Orleans, whatever you call home, home is definitely where the hatred is. So on this episode, we will discuss seeing the bigger picture on things pertaining to this whole baby, the not baby because we got baby New Orleans the baby but we're talking about the the baby controversy and let's talk about the culture of accountability do you believe black entertainers are harshly crucified during controversy and we're going to get down to this truth of the culture of on AIDS of course we got to hit y'all with some knowledge about this because of course, before the show, when we were doing our pre-meeting and whatnot, Kiss Myself was going on a little ham. And Dijon was like, let, was. Me, <laughs> let me know, uh, telling me what what words not to use because I'm coming for y'all. Anybody who feels some type of way, I am coming for y'all on this episode. And it, it got everything to do with this whole uh, baby controversy and all of if you've been under a rock pretty much, you already know what we're talking about. Of course, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. And simply, why is it hard to apologize when you have offended someone? What is some advice to give some hard-headed motherfuckers who refuse to apologize? And, of course, that's our word of advice. And, of course, we got the messy tea from the messy Shane with a little TMZ. Um... Nelly and his longtime girlfriend, uh, Chantel uh, Jackson, has finally called it quits after seven 
years. I guess the tip drill has finally run out. <laughs> uh, 42 uh, Doug le- uh, f- uh, lashes out at fans uh, who threatened to call CPS over a viral video of him kissing his son on the neck. I don't know what that got to do. Let's see, that's why I mind the fucking business that pays me and don't be worrying about none of this shit. <laughs> but that's what's going on. Lil Nas X seemingly responds to remarks Boosie made about him. Coco Austin defends breastfeeding her five-year-old girl, Lil Ice-T. And, of course, Not Michael Shai. <laughs> Lil Ice-T is what she's called now. Michael Shai shares Simone's bowels jokes, gets immediately dragged for it. Speaking of people who need to shut the fuck up when shit is not warranted. And, of course, Lamar Odom is ordered to pay his ex, uh, Lizzie Morales, nearly 400k in child support payments. Matt Damon uh, insists he never used homophobic F-word. And, of course, we talking about the baby in this main topic. So without further ado, let's get into... Okay, so let's talk about this whole before. Basically, if you've been living under the rock, the baby said some things a few weekends ago about um, the culture of how we do things in the club. He used some foul language that he shouldn't have. I don't want to repeat because I feel like they're trigger words for me, and I'm not going to go ahead and repeat them because you might get the real KISS on this show. Like, I gave a little snippet for Dijon, and Dijon was like, basically, we don't even need to do a show because you pretty much said everything <laughs> I mean, she did, that y'all, I like... feel, you feel, that the world feels. And so let's get into it. Like, accountability. Like, first of all, when we hear that word, you have to know what it is and what it means, what it stands for. And when you think of holding yourself accountable, you have to be aware that it's not always what you do what is not what you do how you do it but also what you say and how you say it as well because words are like curses they hold power and you can basically uh sum your career up in a nutshell um for the people this is strictly for the people who are on the baby side and feel like he didn't say anything wrong i want y'all to first think about this for a second Regardless of it being a cultural thing that we say in a club, let's take a step back and look and visually see why he shouldn't have said that since you say that it's club lingo. For one, last time I checked, Rolling Loud was not a club uh, venue nor entertainment stage. It was a grand stage where everybody get to freedom, express their music, and smoke hot fire weed and enjoy Miami. Am, am I correct? I thought that's what Rolling Loud was supposed to be. I didn't think I that never Rolling, even been to it. I, I never mean, even I never heard been of to, that, so I this is my been, first time hearing about I it. I never been to Rolling Loud, but I'm pretty sure it's just like any other festival would be. Mm. It's not something that you sit there and, and you make a grand gesture uh, 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 of uh, whatever you want to do. It's something about having fun we we're in a covid world we just that was one of the few first uh events, entertainment events, events. Yes. and we, we're doing this we're doing that and we're having fun and we're enjoying ourselves so again i asked 
why was the club lingo even warranted? I mean, it's not a club. It was never a club. And so now y'all are ratting on yourselves. When y'all say that was club lingo, now you're telling on yourself that you actually talk about talk this. About and you, 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 you use these rhetorics in a club to not only diminish your own women, but also right. diminishing yourself. When T. Cole told me that she's heard that in a club before where a DJ would say stuff like that. I'm glad I To get the crowd, that. you know, I don't going. Know, and I'm I like, don't know how you bitch, so. how the fuck you, you bring STDs into right. getting if the crowd? Pussy, if you're pussy clean, like, I, first of what? all, why is we, why, this is, it, okay, let's start right there. Everybody want to talk about an agenda, but let's talk about that agenda. The sexualizing of the culture. That's, last time I checked, the people who are, are, are in control of that is the men, right? All through the music, all through, uh, how, throw baby, how you want a, uh, a female to suck your dick, Dick this, dick that. Fuck, a gun is a dick now. I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> the imagery didn't change so much that everything is dick this, dick, 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 dick that. Pussy. Slobbed on my knob. Everybody want to get. Everybody wanted to get on Meg the Stallion and and City Cardi B and, and Cardi. City Girl, but there's literally forty motherfucking niggas talking about the same fucking shit well, on this, a daily basis. Is this smaller percentage of fucking female rappers in. It's two to fucking forty six. That's small. It's two to forty six, and not only that. So you want to say we that even talk, we're not even going to talk about this in general. About, we're going to talk about mainstream. It's not that many of them. It is. 46 to 2. There's only Meg the Stallion. What? Cardi B. Cardi B. City Girls. City Girls. That's one group. We um, can't count them separately. Fuck. Uh, uh, what's the... It's a lot of them. You know that fucking girl. Yeah, whatever her name is. Cor- Cardi, Corey, whatever her fucking name is. Corey. I think it is Corey. It's Corey, not Corey. fucking a lot of them. It's literally 20 fucking female rappers yeah, that's true. mainstream to 46 mainstream male rappers that talk about dick and murder all day. Mm-hmm. And then they brought that shit up. They brought, well, 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 y'all could, y'all could accept them for talking about killing. No, nigga, the artist chose to paint his whole career about killing. So, of course, that's the only fucking thing that is going to get applauded. Had y'all not amened all these motherfuckers like T.I. and Boosie, y'all niggas are the main ones amening these niggas. Last time I checked, Lil Boosie wanted a young boy because young boy is make him think of him when he was young. So what example is you setting in this nigga in jail? None of y'all niggas couldn't sit down and tell this nigga to get from the street, but y'all want to blame Baton Rouge Police Department for doing their fucking job. None of y'all didn't want to sit this nigga down and pull him away and say, bruh, stop doing all that shit. No, y'all like that shit. Y'all wanted that shit to be. And now look at him. He a person in prison and none of y'all niggas on the front line helping to get him out. Because you can't fucking get him out. But y'all won't fucking sit up here and talk about an agenda I think the big the big problem for me and I've expressed this so many times um, like I said and I said again and I, don't, I really don't care if people quote me do I Call believe bitch. do I believe he's homophobic I do not believe he's homophobic I've said this multiple times the issue for me is the things that he said and I hate the fact that people are pulling away from The actual problem of the situation is the problem of him feeling comfortable, feeling comfortable to put out false information without being educated about as 
STDs and HIV AIDS. Saying foolishness like people are gonna die within what he said two two to three weeks or two to three months. It was one of them that he said. Don't quote me. Um, it was one of them. But the fact that you sitting out here, you putting out false information like that, and just like you said last week, what if you have somebody that's a huge fan of yours that's in a crowd that is dealing with this, and for them to get out to enjoy themselves and see their favorite artists, and then for him to say some shit like that, how do you make that? How do you make? How do you think that makes somebody feel for somebody that is your favorite, that is one of your f- biggest fans, and they're sitting in their house and they're watching this, or they wake up the next morning? And they see that you didn't say some shit like this, and I mean they fucking idolize you. I'm one of those biggest. You know what fans. I'm saying? Like it's I me said too. before the show, I said, but Dijon, you didn't know before the show. Like I said, why I took it so serious and I just exposed it. I said, imagine listening to the baby and the baby saying, if you ain't got HIV, and that triggered me because I have an uncle that passed from this shit, mm-hmm. an uncle that lived, succumbed to the illness of AIDS. Now. Granted, you don't die from AIDS. AIDS just weakens your immune system and you die from other shit. Right. But ultimately, he died from that. That was a result of his death. That's mm-hmm. further on. And to hear that shit and then revolve back to, damn, my uncle died from that shit. Like, nigga, how you just going to feel how comfortable? How you just say stuff how like anybody that? in a black community can anybody. feel comfortable with this shit? Because let's give them a little education since nobody want to talk about the education of HIV. Because just like I told Dijon about the uh, before the show, it's not just about being gay. It's about being a human being and, that's and how many that motherfuckers that's dying for them. So let me, let me get them some so they don't even want to know. That's the part that I'm gonna give y'all since y'all like from the 99 to the 2000s. Let me give you from the 99 to the 2019. So according to this whole little uh, study that I had when reached up, uh, it's called the conspiracy beliefs about the origins of HIV and AIDS in four different ethnic groups. And this was just some shit that they did about Houston, Texas. And it says a group was sampled by African Americans, Latinos, non-Hispanic, whites, and Asians. The high level of conspiracy theories were found in women and in African-American and Latino populations. Over a quarter of African-Americans and over a fifth of Latinos with slightly lower rates in whites at a fifth and Asians less than one-tenth. Reductions in condoms used associated with such beliefs were, however, only apparent in African-American men. So, in so many words, African American men refuse to wear condoms. Of course, according to this study, and due to that, the number of percentage of Black women contracting the HIV and AIDS is extremely high, regardless of fucking other we, any of ethnic If we want to be technical, they say that it is 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 largely passed through heterosexual sex because so, everybody want to fuck raw. Boosie made it a point that that's what Baton Rouge niggas do. Baton Rouge niggas like to fuck raw. That's why he have all those children. <laughs> that's why he a young boy compete for the children. But you ever thought how easy, how <coughs> easy he really died from this shit? He could have been living with this shit for a long ass time. Just and then one day he get bronchitis and boom, he get tested and boom. He got full-blown fucking AIDS. It's no conspiracy that these people was dying from and it. And then back because then, of course, it was... 
it was it was quick yeah. and nobody knew what the fuck it was. Well, around that time, they knew what it was. 1992 like to 90, 19. When did he die? Like 95. Yeah. So around that time, they 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 had a drift of what it was. But as far as like the what that was the early 80s. Like when it like when it first started late hitting the 70s, scene, late seventies, early eighties, and they really didn't know what it was, and people was just dropping like flies. You know what I'm saying? So you have to think about the time that we were in with you know HIV AIDS to the time that we're in now. You know where the survival the survival rate is so high. Let me just due say- to you know the. The medicines and the precautionary takes that you can take, you and know, not towards only that, them. Like, there's no all of these different medications that they came came out with. All of them are predominantly pertain to who mm. men and well, as LGBTQ far as, as far as members because as far as precautionary, yes, right. There's no. For women, no, they don't have no prep for women. But these are the ones that are affected highly Mm -hmm. in men. So that's what they're trying. They're trying to target it to make sure that you know you are out here practicing safe, you know, safety, practicing safe sex. You know what I'm saying? I also want to drop this dime on you that according to the CDC in 2019, three people received an HIV diagnosis in the United States and independent areas. And that was from 2015 to 2019. And then it just say that it goes up and down, but it hasn't gone down to where they, to, right. to where they could say, oh, this number in it's black people is low. Also, let me just give y'all a little knowledge in Baton Rouge, since all these southern states and all of this data that they're collecting is all southern states so let me let me just reiterate that that's where it's so bad in but according to louisiana in 2018 there were 20,907 people living with hiv in louisiana and and over 972 people were newly diagnosed with hiv in louisiana so we want to talk about this not being serious this not a serious conversation the number two 20,000 is too many motherfucking people alone in one state by itself. The fact that that's only 20, from 2018 to 2019, and then 2019 is at motherfucking uh, 39. So it went up, 19,000 people got diagnosed with this shit from a year, separated. And then not to count 2020 and 2021. Right. So people who feel like this not a, a well, serious conversation. Well, you don't take it serious and it, well, it's not that, that not serious that and serious. I don't know why y'all go, taking them serious. Let's start the HIV challenge. Go get tested. Exactly. And Show your paperwork. Put your paperwork on live. I'll give you $1,000. Like and, he like to say. And that's the thing. People like to sit here and they like to say all of this smart and slick shit, but the fact is we're not getting tested as frequently as we should. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you, definitely in Florida, it is dark red. It is dark red in fucking Florida for HIV and AIDS cases. My thing is... 
since he if you're gonna sit here and you're gonna say stuff like that, you're gonna promote sex, and that's and it's not just going to him. This is just going to everybody in general. In general. Not even just celebrities, just every fucking Pro- body. Promote advocacy to promote get wrap it the fuck up. Safe sex. If you're not gonna wrap it up, at least go get fucking when tested we were frequently. In high school, you know how many My fucking thing, wrap it up posters was you don't, billboards. You don't see none up. of that no more. And the thing is, you know is, how many fucking BET commercials I had to watch you back don't see in it my no more. But you know how many fucking African no feed more. the children. People videos I had to watch with children that got HIV dying. You don't see it no more. And the thing, the crazy thing is, if you know, I'ma say this, and I'ma just, I'ma personally speak. This thing got nothing to do with you know data and all this and that. My thing is, if you know you're out here, you know having sex with multiple people very frequently, you should go get tested at least every three months. Bitch, go Six get, months is the you know the go next. Go fucking get tested every week, bitch. You COVID, can't, you COVID. Can't get tested every fucking week, bitch, bitch. COVID going around, you don't know what Shut you got. You, but still, as far as sexually transmitted diseases, you should get yourself tested at least every three months or every three to six months up to a year. Yes. It is better to know than to not know at all. Hey, bitch. Because if you out here just raw dogging everybody in their mama, and your dick you could is possibly not right. be passing this stuff on. You could be passing things on to people that you don't even know. Because if you notice, a lot of STDs and HIV and AIDS, they do not have symptoms. Everybody don't get symptoms. So you can be walking around with a, sex, a, sex, a sexually transmitted disease or infection and not even know. And high yellow boosty eyes. Is, bitch, he would want to go get some fucking so test run. I am so sick of you. Because, so no, he people, be making me mad. Right, and, and, the thing, and the thing is, I'm going to bring it back to the part of this homophobia thing. Like, this is not about homophobia. And the people that are um, responsible for this... Boosie, T.I., and I'm going to even throw T.S. Madison in this because... Right. She was one of the ones that made it basically an issue about about homophobia, and it's not a gay thing. Yeah, when he said at the end about a nigga sucking a nigga dick, yeah. When he said yes. That was fucking wrong. But the thing is, do not draw it away from the big serious issue. The big serious issue the big was serious him issue of HIV you saying AIDS, and STDs. I don't give a fuck. That was fucking that wrong. That shows that you're not educated, that you're ignorant as fuck to, to learn about this stuff. And then... Go ahead, D. John, because you know I'm... <laughs> bitch, hurry up. And then... No, bitch, you're not going to rush me. I'll be like this. Bitch, hurry up. I ain't trying to cut you <laughs> off, bitch. And then you go make these ignorant-ass tweets and post on Instagram. But then now you want to let your PR team handle it. And want to apologize. And you want to apologize. We can don't you want read, that phone fucking page letter, bitch. Can you read the apology, Kiss Calhoun? We, well, well, oh, you want to go to some? Well, we you had something. Up. Okay, we talk about the word but advice. The thing, the that's thing, about apologizing anyway. Exactly, and the thing is, all you had to do was say that from was the not beginning. Say, let you could have said quiet, that. Shut the fuck up for a couple of days and then said that. Then let your PR mean, team handle the other shit. I didn't mean nothing about it. I just said that because that was club lingo. Or, or you could have okay. talked to them, or you could have talked to them, and you could have gotten advice, and you could have made made a heart a heartful apology 
on a video Bitch, and talk why you they don't talk a, to your fans why they had a meme talking about the baby and, uh the baby and Lil Nas X about to be Eminem and uh uh uh, uh what's your boy name Elton John at the VMA <laughs> when they had the whole you know he said some slick shit but let's it's talk about when we get into it let's let's just get into accountability and why you should hold yourself accountable yes. the reason why he's getting all his flack is because somebody is holding him accountable stop saying that it's the cancel culture all this they cancel nobody him trying to no, cancel him he said some shit that was insensitive that he shouldn't have said in general y'all always will we make want, it if anything we want him we want and we want other artists to hold themselves accountable for the things that they say when nobody the white artists say anything cultural appropriated they be on the fucking next post crime making videos talking about how <laughs> exactly. they didn't mean this they didn't mean nothing about it I'm about to take me a break it's off of about Twitter about holding yourself Bitch, accountable he won't, the next day he got on he that got on Instagram, fucking yes. talking about my fans talking know flex, what's up talking slack, oh you talking, talking saucy bitch and we then got, the show, bitch. And then got on Twitter and made some more slick ass comments. It's like, bitch, you can say what you want, but standing on fucking ten toes. Oh, he was, he was. I want to fucking just trying, put this out there. He I was trying want, to be big and bad into that fucking that post that the the PR or like, they said no, his fucking ass clutch, down. Then when that fucking uh when that fucking uh when he got, line was like, bitch, and when we, he got cut from the governor's ball, bitch, literally the next the same day that fucking that post came out when he took him bitch, off the governor's ball. Bitch, that is about the 2019 Chris Brown his mother. Fucking ass. I mean, 2009. Chris Brown, his motherfucking yeah. ass. And, and you know it took a, the, you know it took a while for Chris to get back. Go to crying and doing all that break dancing and all that shit for the next apology, bitch. You gonna have to fucking show out if you That's want us. They about to have, they about to make an example out of him. But I, this is why they. I want people who's listening. I want y'all to understand why he gotta, why this shit gotta happen for him. When you got so many people affected by one illness, it's different if he would have said fuck cancer because that's how everybody feel. Right. Everybody feel like fuck cancer. Everybody feel like fuck AIDS too. But we know the narrative and the stigmatism that came behind AIDS and HIV that we shouldn't even be associated with people being dirty or mm-hmm. that they didn't properly. Because you know that's the that's the that's the thing now. Or oh, you clean up, uh, you clean, bro. What like bitch? Yeah, I took a bath. But, what you talking no, about? Last time I checked, a lot of women get this from being raped by men. A lot of a lot of men get this shit from being raped by men. I'm about to say. A lot of a lot of people get into drug use where they get this shit. A lot of people get blood transfusions. Like this just it and goes let, let's just deeper call it, than let's what just, you Let's say. just call it a spade a spade. Some people get it from being promiscuous, and nothing is wrong with being promiscuous because that don't mean that they did that that because they were dirty. dirty. Like you insinuated, like a whole group of people was just nasty and out here. I'm gonna give it to you, bitch. Just like my, you want you if you want you want be out there. You want the fuck. Like I said, I don't see how all the. It is what it is. Like my thing is, I don't see how all of that. You can't. You can't even talk. But my thing is, you can't sit here and you can't talk about people. You can't associate that with being dirty. How Kiss Calhoun said, because there's no such thing as the fucking dirty or clean bitch. And the only dirty and clean that they have, bitch, is if you fucking took a bath or not, bitch. That's dirty or clean. That's the only motherfucking reference I make to dirty and and clean. And I don't see how all of Baton Rouge was an offended. How them numbers is mighty high with HIV and AIDS. You know why? Because. People do not care. They. My thing is, you have you have three different types of people. You have people that are aware of these things, and sometimes they either push it, you know, to the side or like whatever. 
You got people that are aware of it and are being advocates about it, advocating, you know, for change. Then you have people that are oblivious to this stuff and they don't know about it. But I strongly believe that you have a lot of people that know the severity of this and they push it to the side because they so wrapped up on it's not that serious. It is serious because everybody doesn't take news like that lighthearted. You know what I'm saying? They have people that want to kill themselves. They have people that want to give up on life. It's like, fuck it. What's the right. point of taking a medication, bitch? Understand. I might clock out of here any and fucking then, day or not. not only that, you know what I'm saying? Y'all have to think about that shit right, not only when that, you do shit like they that. They have people that have this disease that literally feel like they can't find love that because too. they have this and they yeah. afraid of passing this shit around and all that shit. And then they got niggas that just willfully dick bitches down knowing he's sick Since and giving it. I'm gonna give bitch, it I'm you. giving it to the world. You know how many men did that to women and now they got thirty motherfucking and women. Let's, but let's not just say men. Let's say women as well. I'm saying that I only say that because there are really men that. Have been arrested for yeah. knowingly spreading this shit. Like so, people, all these motherfuckers that constantly keep saying it's not a big deal. Look it at the bitter. Ch- look at this fucking bigger picture. Look at the real life. See the niggas that's talking about this not a big deal, bitch. Y'all don't got the baby money. Y'all don't got boozy money. So if any of them get sick, it ain't gonna be nothing for them to get the treatment they need to constantly stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you get sick, your might not be here. The only reason well, why I brought that's this, not true the, what I'm saying is, everybody ain't got, everybody not able to get these. But it's not no. These it's, mo- you can't even say that either because the these programs that they have with these with these clinics, you are able to get those and all drugs. that. And what I'm saying is, all of that is so we cool. can't we can't say but that. What I'm either. saying is, our population of people. Are dying. I just, I just, like a weekend ago, a, a close a friend of the family, uh, of a, a colleagues of ours, family member passed away from this shit, and he had it, and the nigga didn't last long. What I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. He didn't, he wouldn't, he didn't last as long as Magic Johnson did. How long? Having, he, how long he had it though? Not long. Like literally, probably two to three, two years. Magic Johnson been here since the fucking 90s. That's what I'm saying. His money reached multi- multitude of medicines but and being I'm, able but to... But what I'm telling you as well, there's no such not thing just, as... I'm not just talking about, like, the medication. They got all this shit now. But what I'm saying is that for the people who are not rich and famous who could keep up a lifestyle like these people, they can't be just saying willy-nilly what motherfucking baby saying is true when our civilian life is not equipped to fucking deal with the every average day shit that rich people could pay to get the shit done and out of the way for is what I'm saying. Like, the main... The main people that's amen and is in Louisiana, and we just talked about numbers, shouldn't fucking be talking. We regular, average day citizens that, with this yeah, shit, is what I'm saying. That's true, but the thing is, too, two years, that's they're not, literally. That's all had, I'm saying. I'm saying two years. I don't even know right. the real number. I'm not even, well, you know what? I'm not even gonna get into that. But the thing, I'm going to say this. 
there literally is a medication out there to where you take your medication you get to a point where you're undetectable to where it can no it cannot be detected within your body and you cannot transmit it so that's why when you say that that person but yeah, just like you said you don't know the severity of that be able to keep up within yourself too because also let's be honest when people find out they have this shit they people let, don't give a fuck about that, no medicine and, and taking why, that shit and that's why I said what I said before we got into that they have people that give up on themselves because they it's just like fuck I, I'm gonna have to live with this for the rest and of my life regardless and they say fuck it I'm gonna still do the drink I do smoke the weed I do and that as long as I do that, I'm going to be good. I'm going to eat what I've been eating. And and that's the people who don't live too long. That's the people who spread it to other people as and, well. And you know what? And you know what? That's what I meant about that that's, statement. And you know what? See, he could have even... See, now I'm thinking of stuff. You, instead of you sitting here saying this dumb shit, dog. You could have educated yourself on that. You could be having a fun to where you can help people that are trying to give up on themselves when they find out that they have this. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, now he's going to have to fucking he do it because that's something. the only way. You have to be an advocate. You got to be an advocate about it. But you got to run in a race you and all that. You got to promote safe he sex. Gonna, he he got to do something. Do that for life, that's the only bitch. way he's going to get himself back up because they're going to make an example of him. Just like you said, and Chris Brown was a great example back in 2009. Bitch, all Chris Brown did was a little one two step in a fucking they Lamborghini, bitch. And shunned he his ass. It okay. took him a long time so to get back. speaking of that, do we believe that, do you believe black entertainers are harshly crucified in the industry when controversy appears? Since we talked about Chris Brown and we talking about the baby now. It depends. But when it's something serious like domestic violence, are you saying shit about people's health? They taking it serious. That's serious. Remember that Just white Just like when we're going to talk about old boy in the tea, when right. he made them jokes about Simone Biles. Yeah. We're going to get on that. Remember that white dude had the black girlfriend he had but her from some shit and he tried to play crazy? He oh, got yeah, in yeah, trouble yeah. for that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Let's not play no black white game because people, the motherfuckers when it get comes in trouble down to too. racism, y'all know the minute we fucking say boycott, it's in the fucking career for half of these motherfuckers. Uh, would I say, would I say it is harsh? Yeah, to some degree. They do give y'all the blues, I ain't gonna lie. But y'all put y'all self you in put that limelight. In, like, in them damn situations. Well, you ain't nobody tell you, shit. ain't nobody put a gun in your head and say, beat the bitch up, Chris Brown. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody fucking tell you to do it. You did that, you did that off an impulse of your own emotion, so you gotta stand on that shit. Ain't nobody tell the baby to fucking say that shit. He could love club lingo out of, out of it. And they need, to, they need to take that shit out of club lingo. That Stop. shouldn't even be fucking said. See, we said. write it on ourselves. We're saying that's what we right. say in the club. Because now you think niggas going to really be one fucking big events to be hosted and holding the wall clubs because they got to deal with fucking homophobic slurs being put out to the internet because everybody records everything they see in general anyways. Like, come on now. What the fuck do, bitch? They record everything nowadays. So you, at the end of the day, moral of the story is you gotta watch what the fuck you say because you're gonna have to pay for what the fuck right. you say. Cause to me, I don't think it's harsh at all. You do okay. what you do, you suffer the fucking consequences. You say what you say. You say I put it like this. I said what I say, mom. That's what you could have said, bitch. I well, said what I said. He said that in so many words, and now he got a fucking he got a he got a 
take back a lot of fucking shit that he said. And he got to stand on those And a lot of them too. motherfuckers. But you know why? Because he know he's a fucking big mainstream ass artist. And he know losing all of that, that fucking money. The white people money, quote unquote. Like T. Cole said. Once you lose that fucking money, they, you oh, it's racism. done. You are done, dude. Then it's all it's Then they got Elton John and Madonna respond to it. Oh, they gave Madonna the blues. The boy who from Bad Rouge, he is a comic or uh, like one of these Instagram uh little comedians mm-hmm. like and he kinda was going on the fence, was saying like Madonna need to stay out of it. If y'all don't know by now, y'all should know that that's club lingo, that's stuff that we say in the hood and that's just rhetoric we use. Stop making it's not that sh- shit. Stop making it an excuse. Stop making a shit for, excuse. For, for instance, he was saying like Madonna need to stay out of it because you white, you deal with what with, with, with whatever. But last time I checked, Madonna still got black children that come from Africa. That's the population of Africa, wherever they from. Mm-hmm. Parents probably fucking died of the shit, and you just saying Madonna, fuck you, stay out of it. But she got children that's black. She still got a fucking. She gotta be in it because she I have to educate a, her I, fucking I children. I be hating when it. people just take. Their celebrity status and then just dismiss like they not yeah. real humans and they gotta deal with people that <coughs> excuse like gonna talk about this shit or talk down like don't don't you think Sandra Bullock didn't feel away cause she got a son fucking Angelina Jolie y'all lucky she ain't fucking say nothing cause you know she'll shut that fucking shit down <laughs> you hear me like they don't fucking play with Angelina Jolie and she got buku black children so like, come on, like, more of the story Stop. is I won't I, I won't just say this and I ain't gonna fucking say it again because I'm really fucking tired of like having to fucking give y'all my energy. Okay? <laughs> like, T.I., who gonna fucking take advice from you when you going through this midlife crisis trying to like your lock your fucking head up, got goals and shit. You got all this shit. Your secrets then came out regardless if it's true or not. Bitch, better we, hope he don't be somebody sell me bitch, within a year. No, fuck all that. Regardless, we know what you like to do and how to do it. Shut the fuck up. We don't need you to be no fucking spokesperson because you already in, in some shit. Boosie need to shut the fuck up because, like I said, Baron Rouge numbers is pretty high. He might want fucking go get tested. Stop fucking saying this is an agenda. The only agenda y'all should have been worrying about was the fucking agendas in fucking elementary school, bitch, that we got for fucking free. And ain't none of y'all bitches wrote anything in them motherfuckers. Baby, because I used mine faithfully. Okay. And we got them for fucking free. And was looking for another one. And y'all motherfuckers worrying about an agenda. I think the thing is... If you don't know what you're talking about, either educate yourself or stay in your fucking right. lane. And you know what it is? When they do get educated, will they really receive the information? Hell no. It's just like being in school, bitch. You retain the information because your your goal is to what? Obtain a fucking degree. After that, you ain't using and that shit no more. And that's why half of the motherfuckers got kept the fuck back, bitch. <laughs> Ain't graduate on fucking you time. Ain't, you ain't using that information. So when 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 he says stuff like that, that he's educating himself, they all say that because the who the fucking PR team then stepped in, bitch, and they like, bitch, you you fucking cutting into our money now, bitch. Now we got a motherfucking step in. I just want to apologize, like, bitch. Fuck the apology, stop saying bitch. stop saying that they're educating themselves. Stop fucking lying. Right. They not. 
Y'all just saying that shit to make fucking people feel better about the situation so they can stop fucking talking about it and take their foot foots off his neck. And their foot's gonna be there. Stop saying that shit. They all say that shit that they fucking educating themselves. You, know you saw Drew Brees. He had the fucking. Uh, he got backed up in the corner last year when he because of that, that shit that with the motherfucking American flag, bitch. And he talking about he retire. got educated by his fucking um, his colleagues, bitch. Bitch, <laughs> them boys got in your motherfucking ass, and bitch, they was about they weren't gonna fuck with you, and they weren't gonna block and, and cover for your that, ass you was just on doing, that field. And not only that, you was doing some fucking black moves at your fucking birthday party, bitch. Not only that, don't fucking say you don't understand a flag, bitch. <laughs> but anyway, we can go on and on about that topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to vibe out to some Gil Scott hearing. Because and we're not talking about this shit no more. After we today, ain't. we are not talking about and the debate. We we're not talking about we the not, baby. I don't give about we're a baby. We're not talking about Jonathan Curry. We're not talking about Boosie. We're not talking about T.I. Baby, I don't give a fuck about a big timer. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about nobody after this. We're not talking about, about them. My auntie, baby, bitch. I got an everybody, <laughs> baby, bitch. I don't want to hear nobody, baby, bitch. I don't want to hear a baby cry, bitch. But we're going to vibe out to Gil Scott hearing. I really took that offenses because Gil Scott hearing one of the partners or what you would say early hip hop if you would say fuck he had HIV he had AIDS so how the fuck you gonna just say that when pioneers die from this shit you hear me like let's just the reason why I call this fucking show home is where the hatred is because home is definitely where the hatred motherfucking reside. You hear me? Like the money. And I don't understand why we hate ourselves so much, why we can't seem to get along. But when we come back, we're going to hit y'all with some word of advice. And, of course, we got the messy tea from the messy shade. So without further ado, let's catch a vibe. You hear me? Thank you. 
Machi and uh, listen to a little girl's fight because that just make me realize how HIV and AIDS uh, impacted our culture alone. So people in a culture who feel like this shit not serious, like it's serious. It's serious than you think. You know what I'm saying? And if we don't start taking ourselves serious, we're going to further and further be these crabs in a bucket that we always reference black people. These are one of the things that keeps us back. Like, yep. when people talk about the crab in a bucket, bucket syndrome, like, we don't even talk about, like, our actions towards each other. We just feel like we got to keep putting each other down and we got to constantly keep making people feel like shit. So, yeah, just the- just like I was telling my friend yesterday, well, the other day, I was saying, you know, the crazy part about it is, because we was talking, you know, we had a conversation about this, and I said, what the crazy part is, we, we are continuing to be against each other when we need to be together. And I'm going to just say United, that. The divided we, to united we stand together. We are literally eating in the, out the palm of the hands because right, we're giving them this exactly what they This is what, what they, they talk about when they talk about, like, you know, this is the shit that they reference back to, like, the shit being this. They're going to always look back at, like, people don't realize the baby's career they're going to look back at this incident and never let him live it down. They're going to always... So when we keep saying, like, we keep... No, he said that shit himself. Like, we keep saying everything is... We want to throw that freedom of speech and culture shit out when a nigga got in trouble. Nah, that's not culture. That's you saying some dumb ass shit and now you want to use culture. That if, if we keep adding this dumb ass shit to a culture... That's why we gonna further and further be put by fucking hot. Exactly. Keep fucking saying all this dumb shit is culture, and that's just why they gonna keep fucking shooting the motherfucker. Cause that's culture. You know it's gonna come to a time where that's gonna be uh, uh just as like the N word is gonna be because uh used as a racist a slur. You already getting fucking arrested for saying that shit. You can't say. Um, I don't want to say the words community, but excuse me for my profanity, um, LGBTQ community congregation. This is not Kiss Calhoun, but don't quote me on this. The punks and the hags. If you say that, you know mm-hmm. you're going to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I said that, but let's just all pretend that we didn't hear that. But still, I had to say it in reference to you can't go around saying that shit. You cannot fucking say that shit without somebody correcting you about it. You can't say, you can't call a woman a bitch without somebody correcting you about it. You can't say nigga without E-R, not A, or A for some people, or both for some people. You can't fucking just say that and not get any flack for it. Stop fucking going, stop saying, oh, this just comedy after it. Stop saying, oh, this just rap music, this the culture, and... After you done got caught on some shit. No, nigga, you want other people to be held accountable for their actions, too? When the white people call y'all niggas, y'all got to be held accountable, too. Now, do they get punished worse than y'all? No. But that's mostly because... Well, I wouldn't say no. Because, like I said, if that fucking Lakers man takes the fucking cake being banned for life at your own stadium, bitch... 
that takes the cake for me. Huh? Fucking paying rent. I can't go to this motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be highly a fucking <laughs> For life at that, bitch. You can't appeal out of nothing. They had him on tape saying that shit. And that was a private recording when we reported about this in the early in the day days of the West the Word. If you was listening, we reported about this. You know what I mean? But Girl, we report so much stuff. I I don't even remember remembering. We was our Connie Chung and Nikita Watt. <laughs> but let's give y'all a little word of advice, cause we gotta give y'all some advice about these people who just refuse to accept that they were wrong. So it's simply not hard to apologize when you have offended someone. What's some advice, Dijon, that we could give to these hard-headed motherfuckers <sighs> who refuse to apologize, like the baby and Ti and you know Boosie will never apologize for shit he said. He just a uh, ignorant ass motherfucker that hate fucking that hate gay people. He said it out his mouth, so it's not like I'm putting words in his mouth. But to people like that, um, just know that your day is coming, and hopefully you do not have it may come a day where your child tells them that they are gay. You know what I'm saying? You literally have to... Bitch, they child probably would not die die in the grave with the cigarette. You literally have to... You literally have to... And you're right, but you literally have to put yourself in the shoes of people that go through this. For some people, this is not a choice. Some people, they are innocent of this. Some people was holding y'all fucking ass down and y'all come out of the being so my infected. so my thing is when you say ignorant shit like that just know that your day is due and it'll come a time oh cause you was pointing at the thing I thought I was cut off or something mm-hmm. but it's gonna come a time where you are going to have to deal with this and it may come in the form of your child. It may come, from, come in the form of your grandchild. You will have to deal with this. So my thing is, I do not understand the issue of peop- of you having an issue with people being gay. And then in a sense, on the other hand, when people are called out for doing and saying dumb shit, you think it's okay because it's a freedom of speech. It don't it don't matter if you don't I'm gonna just say this I don't give a fuck if you don't if you don't like me but you will respect me and I'm gonna leave it at that and that's on Pearl I feel like for you motherfuckers that just don't get the picture what point of apologizing if you ain't gonna get it anyway like he could have just owned up to just own up to what you said. If you're not going to apologize, don't. Because if it's not, you know what I'm saying, going to be a true, real apology, what sense does it even make with, other than the words of an apology? We know it's fake. We know you don't mean it. You're just trying to say it. Girl, PR wrote that. He ain't say none of that. They took over his page. They put Regardless it on Regardless of the story. I never met so I've never seen so many men so more active than wanting to speak out on these issues. It's like we got other shit to take care of. We got other shit to uh, handle. People worrying about the wrong shit, and like these numbers is extremely high. All of the people that's 
speaking up on shit just in general. If you're a person who don't like to apologize, you gonna, a person that don't like to apologize don't see that. I don't understand. Like, when people offend people, why is it so hard for them to just say, my bad, I'm sorry? Like, because if you was wrong, you would have wanted somebody to apologize to you or you would feel like you got wrong, you would have wanted to fuck somebody up, right? So it's not that hard to, like, say sorry. Like, it's not that hard. And also not that hard to just shut the fuck up. And that's all I got to say. But we could go on and about this topic, but... We got some, we got some SCT from the messaging. Oh, wait, let me, before we get up in there, let me rhyme. This is the apology that the baby is, uh, PR, Dijon, if you want to uh, read a little bit, he, you, you don't want to? Oh, but, um. You want to read his apology? I can. Dijon, take it away. Yeah, so. Um, a post was made to the baby's uh, Instagram yesterday when he was dropped from the Governor's Bowl uh, New York City lineup. Um, so this is what was posted to his Instagram. Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has made two has made to make his own had to make his own way from very different circumstances having people i know publicly working against me knowing that what i needed was education on this on these topics and guidance has been challenging i appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom education and resources that's what i needed and it was received i want to apologize to the lgbtq plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments i made again i apologize for my misinformed comments about hiv aids and i I know education on this is important. Love to all. God bless the baby. Bitch, if you don't go sit your fucking, he went go put on his best Sunday best like he about to go to the fucking courtroom and he had to speak to the judge. Girl, he didn't write that. <laughs> Bitch, not God bless. He, his mama made him write that. Girl, public. And you better say God bless. That's what. That's that. who wrote that. The mama wrote that. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> the mama wrote that. You know, that's a letter when your mama write when you go out of school and you hey, to whom this may concern. Bitch, that's what the fuck that was. <laughs> Not, oh, yes, girl. To whom, bitch. Th- that's how that looked. We used to fail that fucking test, bitch. And your mama had to write that letter, bitch. My child has been suffering with this lesson. <laughs> to whom it may concern. But, Fuck all that. Like I said, fuck all that education, bitch. You had fucking 12th grade. You should fucking know about HIV and AIDS, bitch. You graduated from high school. Bitch, we had Spirit Week. Stop fucking using the fuck. I, see, this that back in the corner shit they always won't fucking play and then won't say, it's the media. I never thought that the media. Bitch, if you wouldn't have said it, Instagram would have never picked it up like fucking wildfire, bitch. You can't blame media for shit you said. Hold yourself accountable, the baby. 
thanks to Mama for that uh, uh, short, lengthy apology. We accept your apology, the Mama. But the baby got work to Girl, do. Girl, that was not his mom. That's who the Mama is. The system, whoever fucking wrote that, <laughs> they were sounding like the Mama. But now we got some messy tea from the messy Shane. You mean Nelly and his longtime girlfriend? Chantel Jackson Call it quits After nearly Seven years Girl together. I didn't even know Nelly was dating somebody Yeah I knew I watched his um, show When it was on BET that, that goes to show you I do not That's be how him. you know Attention. You didn't yeah. watch TV Back in the day Cause that actually Was a good little series Little Nelly little show But, but That's crazy That they didn't got You know They are not together no more But go ahead Girl but anyway This is coming from the Messy shit So Nelly and his longtime girlfriend Chantel Jackson Are no longer an item The couple had been together since 2014, but today Chantel confirmed under a post on her Instagram page that she and Nelly are now just friends. We asked by when asked by a fan, are you and Nelly still together? I love seeing you guys together. Chantel replied, No, we're just uh no we're not just friends. This may come as a shock to the fans. Considering Nelly said a little less than a year ago that he couldn't imagine his life without Chantel and that their pa- the that the pair was working towards marriage according to Yahoo Life. I would not want my life to not have Chantel in it, Nelly said. We've been seeing each other for five or six years. Anytime you can connect with somebody like that, it works out for the long run. She's sweet, beautiful, and the more we got to know each other, she's just as beautiful inside. Marriage is apparently very serious for Nelly, who mentions to people that he only wants to walk down the aisle once. The thing about marriage to me is I take it very, very serious. Yes, It's something I'm only doing one time he said for me it's almost like society would prefer you to have been married and got divorced and tried it then to be married and stay married for me it's more important to die married than to have been married and it didn't work out I want to leave this place knowing I was in love and somebody loved me and we were together than to be like, well, I'm never getting married again and I'm ruined. Well, Chantel, girl Chantel was riding with Nelly for nearly seven years after previously being engaged to Boxer Floyd Mayweather. She stood beside Nelly after he was accused of rape in 2018 in which she was okay. a subpoenaed to testify. So, so, I mean, like I said, holla at your girl. But you never know, me. just because they're friends doesn't mean yeah, that they're ruling out of them getting back together. What my mama, what my like, mama used to make me and my sister sing that song. <laughs> like Deborah, Deborah Cox would say. But, um, I think, yeah, that I, think they'll, be, I think they'll get back together and yeah, they eventually get married. Eventually, that's how it worked out. But I think that's just some things that people need to learn about themselves and you learn about yourself as you get older. But you also try to grow. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes people grow apart when they're growing. You know, maybe was meant to be going to be regardless. That's all I'm going to say. But 21 Doug lashed it out, uh, out on fans 
who threatened to call CPS over him with this viral video of him kissing his son on the neck. This nah, is just crazy. I don't, know. I don't know about that. But let's get into this. So this is coming. This is also coming the from the. Tea is messy from the shade. You hear me? So rapper uh forty two Doug Gertie, them in these names. Bitch, that make no fucking sense. Is angry with fans who responded to his now deleted birthday post dedicated to his son with concerns, and even some fans threatened to call CPS. And for some people who don't know who CPS is, that's Child Child Protection Protection Services. Services. Hear me? The 25-year-old Detroit native faced backlash for the video he posted on his page Friday night that was part of a birthday shout-out to his little man. In the video, 42 Doug's son is on his lap while Doug licks and kisses on his son's neck. The caption read, his... (laughs) The way you say, ugh... His tools wasn't so terrible now. We have on we have on turned up three love you more than life youngin. Fans vocalized they felt uncomfortable watching the video, calling it disturbing, and some went as far as labeling Doug's actions as abuse. Bitch, I don't even want to see it. As the video circulated, forty two had some fucking candy melted us. I don't give a 42, fuck. Oh. 42 Doug began to trend on social media. There were even some critics who threatened to call CPS on him. After CPS. seeing what people were saying about his video, 42 Doug returned to his Instagram story and lashed out on fans in a profanity-laced post nah, for trying to assert <laughs> his actions were nothing less than loving. So, Kiss Calhoun, what do you think about this situation? A little bit too loving if you ask me. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> but Girl, I, I mean, don't know. That's, I don't, these people are weird. These people in this Hollywood is weird. And y'all doing some weird shit. If y'all just I don't ill. That wait, what? Wait, let me see. Let me see. I'm looking at this video. Play it again. Let me play it again. Dijon is playing a video. Um, Not you coaching everybody. Dijon is playing the video. <laughs> yeah, he, he. I mean, I get if he was probably tickling his son with his tongue, I guess, and then he bit down on his. But still, that just was some. That was some suspect ass shit, and that's all I'm gonna say. There's no other way to get around that. I mean, I kind I kind of see what people talk about because you do that that type of stuff. I would expect you to do that to, to me, yo, not your child. Now I can see if you do like he a little. Probably, uh, he was like, ah, uh, he was like, ah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, I get it. He probably was. But people calling CPS, girl, come on now. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all go too nigga, far, bitch. Y'all trying to get the nigga son taken away from him and everything, <laughs> now, bitch. The, the, the video looked kind of it's weird, but he looked like he was trying to. Uh, to tickle his son yeah. neck with his tongue. Y'all that's why y'all see celebrities, this is why y'all need to have your own personal private accounts where only y'all family members follow it. Why the fuck you even posting that shit for fans to see? And don't tell me y'all not in control of y'all own Instagrams and shit. Y'all be in control of that shit, cause that's how half of y'all get in trouble. Baby, you just was unfortunate because, bitch, they were streaming and you said that shit, so you couldn't get out of that. But, Doug, 
Next time, use your fingers to tickle your son on his neck if you want to do that. Don't right. use, don't, uh, that was a little suspect right there. But don't call CPS on the man, get his family broken up because of this shit. Mind y'all fucking business. Period. But Lil Nas X seemingly responds to the remarks Boosie made about him. So, let me turn this little jazz music down. <laughs> because... We is not on the first quarter. Okay. <laughs> like you're on the Bitch. elevator in the Hilton, uh, the Hilton Riverside or something. Yeah. Bitch, we went straight. So go ahead, Dijon. Take it away. Yeah, so this is also coming from the... Message shit. So as the internet continues to talk about the baby's homophobic remarks he made while performing at Rolling Loud in Miami Gardens, a few rappers have spoken out and showed him support. T.I. went live and said, we all stood up on behalf of gays and lesbians and people in the gay community because we thought it was some bullshit for y'all to have to be have to be bullied he continued but i don't think any of us did that to feel like you shouldn't uh now have the authority to come and bully us ti wasn't the only rapper to say something in the baby's defense earlier today we went live and went on and earlier today he went live and went on a rant about not being pleased that people were trying to cancel the baby and not lil not lil nas x boosie brought up a tweet that nas tweeted on july 24th that read jack harlow and i have decided to perform industry baby butt naked at the vmas for charity while live Boosie said Lil Nas X and them want to perform naked for charity, bruh, they don't tell him nothing. They shouldn't be picking sides. Not long be- after Boosie's rant, he started trending on Twitter as folks started to discuss his comments. Hours later, Nas seemingly responded and let out a few tweets of his own. I'm starting to think you ends gay too. Cause y'all stay on my D-I-C-K The call me by my name rapper <laughs> I hate when they do that Continue tweeting Some of y'all not even made Well not even mad that I'm gay Some of y'all mad that I'm gay And I'm still succeeding The roommates went off in the comments And agreed with Nas One comment commented Now this is agree Well now this I agree with Leave him alone why is this a topic? Let people live their lives. Nas also stepped into the shade room and commented, stream industry baby. So I actually saw this when all of this went down. Didn't we just say, didn't I just say on the last show that he need to tone it down? But, did not just say that on the line. But I'm just speaking for the people who were like, they don't tell him nothing. Bitch, literally, I just said. What he did, though. What I said was. All he did was make a joke and say that no, we. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, people with the videos and him, them not telling him nothing about the stuff he made. The difference in what he's still doing and the differences in with the baby or whoever said what. We're still dismissing the fact that. His freedom of speech involved. We just talked about on the show how them Nike shoes didn't make it past go, bitch. Fuck no. Stop fucking saying they don't tell them nothing. That shit got shut the fuck down. Point blank fucking period. We wasn't playing with it. 
And what is you talking about? And my thing is, what we are you saying? What are you saying to tell him nothing? He, there's nothing to tell him about because he's not doing shit. This guess, boy is just I making they, fucking music. I guess that they want to say they want him to lose endorsement. What endorsement? For he what? Got? What endorsements he got? What money he got? Other than the fact that the song's selling. The songs is what's selling. That's what's making the money. So you want... Fuck, it's not nobody's fault that that's making money. You know what I'm saying? You know what bothers me is that Boosie could sit here and call people F-words and all of this, and he's still getting booked to perform as college performances and shit. He that's the issue. A life of crime and still... That's the issue that I have a fucking problem but with. That's so if what you they're talking sit, about. They so say that we sit, get paid, they get paid to, to talk about their life and people dying from no shit, but it's the same thing that goes. So why the boy no can't fit. talk about, why the boy can't celebrate nobody, being fucking gay? Nobody ain't freedom of speech is not If friend. you could sit there and you could talk about murdering people and getting your dick sucked and all of this and all of that, why the fuck he can't do what the fuck he doing? Moral of the story is they make it seem like anybody is taking a little not not saying that they're not taking him serious, but you really think they're gonna have him perform naked? Fuck no. And you think that he won't he get wasn't all even, mad? And he wasn't even naked in the video. They had on new fucking Spanx. They just know, put the fucking thing around it. We know that, but that, I'm saying, ooh, you really seriously think they're going to let somebody perform completely Fuck nude no. on a national stage? No. And if it was that, that's the time you take and you do your controversial, outlandish shit. Right now, all you're doing is just talking. Being nothing, bitch just ain't getting booked con- for nothing, continuing bitch. Continuing the ignorance of what's going on on both sides. Like I said, everybody need to tone it the fuck down because we got bigger and better shit that we got to be fucking worrying about. Let's exactly. fucking worry about how Biden ain't gave us another motherfucking check. <laughs> Let's talk about that. He gave us one fucking check in a hundred days he's been here, and that's it. I know y'all fucking playing with me. Y'all worrying about fucking eight eight with the, the baby. All oh, y'all getting fucking paid. Bitch, buy my motherfucking check. Because at least Trump dropped two on us by now. Fuck. I can't wait for fucking Christmas, bitch. Girl. I need my money, and I need it now. But... Go get... <laughs> Cool, cool. For all y'all hoes that's waiting for another check, go get a motherfucking job. Bitch, they ain't hiring. Yes, they are. Bitch, well, tell them to call me back then since you got the plug. <laughs> but Coco Austin defends breastfeeding Lil Ice T. And Stop calling that girl that. <laughs> that is Lil fucking Ice T. Chanel. Girl, but she do look like her daddy. Ice fucking T Jr. She looks just like her daddy. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. How may I help you? Yeah, can I get a lower sweet tea? And a lower and a let me get Man, a and let me get a small This is coming tea. from the messy shit. So Ice T's wife, Coco Austin, is adamant about normalizing nursing. She recently explained her daughter where her decision to continue to breastfeed her her and Ice T's five-year-old daughter, Chanel. Chanel still likes my boobs, Coco told US Weekly. It's a big bonding moment for a mother and your child. Coco explained that Chanel still likes to nurse, which appears to be a big factor in Coco's decision to continue breastfeeding. Why take that away from her? If she doesn't want it all... Well, if she... 
Well, if she doesn't want it, all right, that's where you should stop. You should stop it. But I'm not saying, well, I'm not just going to say no. This isn't the first time Coco has addressed breastfeeding as a social issue. She previously uh, stated in an Instagram post she made in March of 2020 that Chanel nursed for comfort, explaining, believe me, the girl loves meat so it's not like she isn't eating real food. Thank you to all that understand my view. I see most of you are so eager to side with me, and I too root for you in your journey as well. Us moms are connected. Breastfeeding isn't the only thing Coco talked about when it comes to her parenting style. Apparently, young Chanel also can decide where she sleeps, and it seems... With mom and dad is her favorite spot, and nothing is wrong with that either. We um we call it in we call it the family bed. Coco told us we have Chanel and girl, and not all four dogs. Uh uh-uh, uh, they had me until they said the dogs. This obviously affects Coco's long time with iced tea, adding that they can't be really spontaneous anymore in the bedroom. I guess so, cause you got the child and the fucking four dogs sleeping with y'all, bitch. Chanel also <laughs> apparently doesn't have a set bedroom and is allowed to stay up late or bedtime. I'm sorry. She doesn't have a set bedtime and is allowed to stay up late. Girl, you know what? She going to be fucking 10 years old with them fucking 12, 13, 14-year-old fucking dogs in that fucking bed where I see old ass and Coco Young saggy titty ass. <laughs> Bitch, I'm gone. I'm all for you with your breast. Uh, yeah, all right. But little Icy's after five, bitch, once she makes sense, it's enough. Because thing- she got fucking teeth, back teeth, and all that shit. And that baby <laughs> teeth not going to grow right because she fucking constantly sucking. This is my thing. They have children that literally still suck bottles at four, five, six, seven, and eight. And bottles is completely different than you taking well, your fuck fucking titty out. fuck with your teeth, too, if you're still sucking on a bottle at a certain well, at least age. Well, I can throw a bottle away, bitch. She, she going to be, I'm going to be fucking sleeping in the middle of the fucking night, bitch. And she just fucking pull my shit the fuck out, bitch. On the side of the fucking bed, just... <laughs> <laughs> bitch, fuck no, bitch. Uh-uh. Girl, uh-uh. I don't know, like... More of the story is, it's time to give it the fuck up. Give her a cup of milk, bitch. It's time for her to get her a cup of milk. I'm about milk. to say, or oh, she could just, you know, give pump. Her, no, fuck that. No. And let her just after, drink the breast milk. After five, it's time to fucking but I mean, close she up could, shop. She could still pump and just, you know, have the milk in the refrigerator for her. They say after five, it's time to pump and cu- close well, up shop. Well, at least, you know, you know, Chanel is going to be nice and smart, baby, because they say that breast milk... Helps out a lot with she development. She's nice and fucking full, bitch. <laughs> and fucking tense. Still they say that the shit, but bed. they say that shit don't fill you up. Them children still be home. And I, I guess what? She fucking vegan, pretty much. Eating fucking... <laughs> But uh, her mama said she like she like meat and stuff. Bitch, y'all better get her a fucking Happy Meal and call it a Z. Get her a little fucking... Get her a little sippy cup of some milk or something. <laughs> But y'all, Michael Shaw uh, shares Simone Biles' jokes and get immediately dragged for it. You mean? And this is coming from the messy TM to the Z. I am so. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a joke before I even read this. I saw something. They made a post about Britney Spears talking about she got lacked in the bathroom. I said, girl, that's how you know they bored. They just reporting anything. <laughs> how you 
report Britney Spears says she got locked in the bathroom? Who cares if Britney Spears got locked in the fucking bathroom? Britney Spears like got locked in the bathroom. <laughs> that shit was so funny to me when I saw that come across my phone is today. I was like, are they serious? Reporting live. Britney Spears gets locked in the bathroom. I'm live with Britney Spears. I ain't got locked in the bathroom. <laughs> Bitch, how you gonna... <laughs> who the fuck asked that question, bitch? Anyways, moving on. So this is coming from... The messy T to the Z. So Michael... Is Michael Chai? Mm-hmm. I guess. Is half-hearted... <laughs> I guess, bitch. Half-heartedly trying to do damage control after sharing some harsh and tasteless jokes about the GOAT Simone Biles dropping out of Olympic events. The SNL star announced late Thursday night on social media he intended to try out some Simone jokes on stage in NYC that apparently set off a bunch of his followers who suggested some material he could add to his act and Michael reposted them, including one referencing now convicted molester Larry Nasser, who was the trainer for the uh, USA Women's Gymnastics team um simone being one of his victims michael reposted larry nasa understands simone bows better than anyone he too had to quit doing what he loved at the pinnacle of his career because of mounting pre- pressure just pause you see that that shit the fuck that's the shit we be talking the fucking about you think that shit's that funny sh- you think that shit was fucking funny bitch you think that shit coming out your mouth should you should have fucking said that shit? But you see how they always want to go play victim. Oh, the media crucified. Bitch, you said that shit. You made a joke about a it's sexual a prime assault. Example. Bitch, a they should have dragged your fucking beaver cleaver looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh, y'all be quick to fucking go that that play that wrong how the media, but this shit y'all said. This that that shit came out. Your tongue that rolled off your fucking tongue. You thought that was important to say? You thought that was prevalent to say and then won't say, but I'm just a comedian. But this the thing. Somebody else said it. He reposted it because he was going to use the joke. But still, you still at fault because you repost the shit. So you just as guilty. So you, you got every right to say what you say because you still guilty about it because... You tell people to give you jokes about this this one this young woman, and then you were posting the shit even though you know what's going on about that. You knew how traumatizing that was for her and fucking hundreds of other women that you were in many, the sports of gymnastics. You know how many years that that man, man had been doing that. You know how long that fucking man been doing that to them girls since the motherfucking that you, shit day back. You made, and you way make joke, and you make a joke about that shit. Like you getting everything that old to you right now, partner. Stupid ass. But that's in, the dumbest shit you could have ever thought of to roll off your fucking fingers. They won't hide behind. It's comedy. It's a part of the man. Fuck that. Stop saying the stupid ass shit. But look at this. The this the this the this the fucked up part about it. He critiqued it, writing. And I quote, God damn, that's rough. Absolutely tasteless, but gave it a 9 out of 10. That's not a fucking joke. I don't see no laughter humor to that. Chai also shared a fairless, brutal joke when he reposted, who said black don't crack? 
It's unclear if he actually followed through Man, and tried his nigga. or any of the of his followers material on stage. He claimed to have about three minutes worth of Bow's material on his own. Um, girl, the shit just the shit is just disgusting. It's tasteless. Why would you sit here and you poke fun at this? Especially, you know what this girl gone through. Not just with that, but the fucking the mental issues that she's I that mean, she experienced during the big the the biggest height of her career, where she was gonna go and do all of these fucking amazing things at the Olympics, and then you fucking make jokes like this. Yo, you throw salt on her wounds. You know what I'm saying? I just want pe- those types of people. To, to ride in fucking hell. No, to experience that shit. Cause when the tables they turn, that's the only way they learn from it. But speaking of somebody having to learn from things, uh, Lamar Odom is now ordered to pay uh, his ex Elisa Morellas over 400k in child support. Bitch. So this is coming from the Missy. Shane. So this is an update from them. A judge just handled just handed Lamar Odom a large financial blow after ordering the former NBA star to pay his ex nearly four hundred thousand dollars, as he hasn't paid a cent of child support in more than a year. In court docs that were obtained by TMZ, a New York judge ruled Lamb Lamb stopped making payments to his ex Liz Morel Morales. I say that correctly. Mm-hmm. In yes, June bitch. of last I'm like, year, I guess, bitch, I guess. <laughs> last year, even though a 2015 settlement agreement required him to pay thousands of dollars per month to her to help her out with the two kids, the court ordered Lamar to pay Morales a total of three hundred and eighty thousand dollars, five hundred and forty nine, well, three thousand eight hundred, three thousand. <laughs> Can't even get it out. Basically, he gotta pay her almost four four hundred thousand fucking dollars, bitch, which includes ninety one thousand two hundred and twenty two. Well, yeah, twenty two hundred in outstanding child support, eighty eight thousand one hundred and seventeen in miss rent, and one hundred and sixty one thousand three hundred and five dollars for their child's college funds and expenses. And nearly forty thousand dollars for her legal fees and expenses. <sighs> Girl, we ain't even gotta read the rest of this. That motherfucker gonna be paying child support for the rest of his life. That's a fucking lot of money. Oh my god. He better go coach a fucking team. He better go coach a fucking team or join a fucking team. He, he better go get with them Kardashians and go. Uh, Three hundred and eighty thousand five hundred and forty nine fucking. $100. Bitch, that's a lot of fucking money. That's Bitch, I would a be, lot of money. You ever saw that, that video when they when they were sentencing that dude and bitch, when they were saying that shit, that boy had fell the fuck out? <laughs> bitch, that's how I would have fell out in court if the fucking judge had been reading all that shit to me and tell me I got to pay all that shit back. Bitch, I would have fucking died right there. I'm surprised. And she would have got none of that money. <laughs> well, then again, she probably would have got it then. Bitch, I'm surprised you relapsed. Girl, that is crazy. The moral of the story is, men, please pay y'all child support. It's not I, the, the, it, the shit is real. I've, I know people that are receiving their child support payments in their 20s because they fucking dads are finally getting hit 
and they getting all that back paid that they was been supposed to pay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the shit is true. You could re- you could receive that shit. It don't matter if you're not a fucking child no more. If they owe that back pay, you're going to get your fucking money. Or men, you know, you can always DOA because that's how my daddy uh, stopped his payments, bitch. <laughs> he slipped on out of here, bitch. That's he <laughs> he had to make not nasty. That payment, wasn't even bitch. supposed to be funny. <laughs> now that's how you joke. That's how you do a joke, bitch. Distasteful. But, um,. Matt Damon insisted, insisted he never used the homophobic F word. And this is coming from the messy T to the Z. So D. John, take it away. <laughs> All right. So Matt Damon says he didn't see, he didn't need to retire the homophobic F word after all because he says he never used it in the first place. The actor oh just tried to dig out from an, <laughs> under an interview where he was quoted as saying he only recently stopped using the F word after his own daughter checked him hard. Matt attempted to clear the air Monday saying the quote from his interview with the Sunday Times was called was him recalling a discussion he had with his daughter where he tried explaining lots of progress uh, has been made since he was a young kid growing up in Boston and hearing the F slur used I mean, on the street before shit. he knew what it meant. That MD told Variety, he told Variety, I have never called anyone the F word in my personal life and this conversation with my daughter was not a personal awakening. I do not use slurs of any kind. As it was reported, the Sunday Times reported Matt said in an interview his daughter called him out when he was using the F word in a joke. She explained how the word is dangerous and he told her I retired the F slur. Now Matt says he told his daughter the slur was uttered constantly and cautiously when he was younger and pointed out it was even used as a joke in 2003 movie Stuck on You, adding she was, um... Oh, where I was. Basically, basically, the fucking word was used. I mean, the fucking word so, has been used in culture, but now that we're growing and knowing that these I hate the fact, words... I hate the fact that they try to flip that man words around. You say fucking the baby the, got the in Sunday. trouble? Wait, wait, hold up. The baby got in trouble and they was like, uh-uh, we ain't let no <laughs> black man just get in trouble. Let's fucking find a white man that black people like. Matt fucking Damon. Bitch, remember he said beep. <laughs> Girl. In the community, like, now what y'all not about to do is come force this paperwork on my desk right now. Girl, this is my thing. He better have really, he better have really said no, that it was you, a story. So and not them people. If you flipping. know, if you know Boston culture, like if you really watch movies that got a lot of people from Boston, like even crime movies, like they say those words a lot. They use those fuck fuck. If you watch any mafia movie, they say these words. They say all of the fucking derogatory words, all the fucking racial slur words. Like nothing is like not being used. But come on now, <laughs> we gotta do better. 
They didn't went found Matt Damon. They went found Matt Damon and said, uh-uh, we ain't gonna let him not. We gonna put him out there for uh, the baby being in trouble, not even a white person in trouble. But like he said, he retired a word. He had a conversation with his daughter, and they decided he, they, he wasn't going to say it no more. And a lot of us change our <laughs> words up around our children. He's saying that he never said that. He's saying that he heard, he, he said that he's heard that word being used. They flipped it, allegedly, and said that Bitch, he said that he's retiring the word. I'm going to punch him in his fucking face. We know he from Boston. Girl. We know he fucking said that fucking F word. And I'm not talking about the F-U-C-K word. You know what I'm talking about. Because we all, at some point in our lives, use the word. So quit it. Own up to it. Exactly. It ain't a big deal. But No, there is a fucking big deal. I mean, Stop using that fucking word. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I'm saying, you know how they just flip that shit. They had to throw somebody out there to make it a race controversy over this shit. But more of the story is we need to check ourselves. And this is the last time I'm going to tell you this. You know? Learn how to respect each other, and we won't have to have this conversation, you know, righteously. Because we should be able to love one another without controversy, without bad energy. And that is coming from the one and only Kiss Cahoon. All right, come on, Spice. You need... <laughs> but this has been a wonderful show. Hope you enjoyed it. You can always follow us on everything. Hey, yo, what's the word? Of course, if you want to be a feature artist, you know what to do. Follow us on uh, Instagram. Hit that link in the bio. And hit that artist submission button. Of course, you could shoot us an email at what's the word 504 at gmail.com. And without further ado, Dijon, where can we follow you? You guys can definitely follow me on Instagram at underscore d.jones. Of course, it's an N, no H. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, double underscore D John. And you can subscribe to my YouTube at Let's Talk With D John. And as always, as episode 73, we had a great time. Hope y'all enjoyed and vibe. And as always. And hope you learned something. Exactly, because this was an educational episode. And I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> Cause we, I'm not gonna be keep giving y'all my little fucking fucking up my little eye while I'm on the show and shit. <laughs> so always practice and spread peace and love, and practice people. Safe sex. Yes, please yeah. wrap it up and get please. tested. And that's all we ask for you. And, and wear your mask, and wash your, your mask, hands. Wash your fucking hands because COVID is real. Period. And it's the internet free and AJ signing off. <laughs> peace and love.